Broken crayons. Broken crayons. Broken crayons still color. This is the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast with your host, Shelly Hitz. Each episode contains an inspiring story of hope and healing in Christ. Many times, what we see as our biggest regrets, failures, and mistakes become what God uses the most in our lives. God is able to transform our brokenness into something more beautiful than we can even imagine. He takes our mess and creates a masterpiece. You see, Broken Crayons Still Color. Welcome back to the Broken Crayons Still Color podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Hitz, and today's guest is Jeannie Wise. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you for having me here today. I'm really thankful for you to come on. I, I think you're going to really be able to provide some great insight for our listeners. And I just want to share a little bit about you as we get into today's episode. Jeannie's dad died when she was 16, and her mom was gone by the age of 26. She's been an adult orphan most of her life. She's also a firm believer in the practice of going on retreat and spending time with God. Amen for that. (laughs) It was on one of her retreats where she faced her issues with abandonment and with God's help and a scene from the movie Bambi, she knew for certain God would never abandon her. She now knows that she is a beloved child of God, always in his care, and she's going to share her story in today's episode. So as we get started today, Jeannie, just share a little bit about what the broken crayons look like in your life. Well, like you said, Shelley, it was. My dad died unexpectedly when I was 16. Uh, I grew up in a pretty good, solid, reliable family. You know, mom and dad, and I had two older brothers. They were six and eight years older than me. And everything was fine, but it kind of all fell apart from about the age 16 on, on that. And dad died when I was 16. And less than two years later, both my brothers were serving in Vietnam. Wow. At kind of that worst part time of Vietnam in 67 and 68. Wow. And came back broken men. Mm. Uh, both dealing with uh, alcohol issues and one especially got involved with a lot of drugs. Wow. And to the day, uh, I am still estranged from both my brothers that they, they just can't emotionally engage with their kid sister anymore. Mm. Things went along pretty good for a couple years and then my mom died when I was 26. Now, in between that time, I did fall in love and I married the man I'm still married with today. <laughs> So God did provide a a piece of stability in my family. But yet, you know, my dad wasn't there to walk me down the aisle and my mom wasn't there for my babies. I didn't have kids till after after she had died. And so like like I said and when we first talked, it was like I was an adult orphan. And we moved up to where I live now in northwest Ohio and to a small community where everybody had cousins and extended families and mothers and fathers and it just started to really bring that hurt more in my life that, you know, that, that, you know, kind of almost a jealousy and a loneliness, but I couldn't quite name it. And that it was about in 2005 is when I was studying to be a spiritual director. And one of our requirements was, is to go on a silent retreat, a silent retreat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned is about that practice that is so blessed is that you become very vulnerable. You uh, take off your mask. You quit hearing all this other noise in the world, and you can really hear your voice and God's voice. And it was on a silent retreat 
that I think God started to take my mess and turn it into a masterpiece, you know, and that. So I, what happened was, is I met with a, a spiritual director on that retreat, and she said something that I thought was so odd. She said, what about that little child inside of you? What is she saying? And I thought, that's a really strange thing. I'd never thought about that, to yeah. listen to the child within me that was hurting. And I went for a walk. And uh, to this day, I can picture this. I was walking in between these large pine trees, and it was just beautiful, and the trees were rustling, and you know, the sky was crystal blue. This was early March. And so it was like one of those early, uh, late winter days, you know, early spring. And it was just beautiful. And I took the corner, and I was on the edge of a meadow. And I just kind of stood there and got a, <gasps> gasp you know and it, it was just it was like I was immediately in to the my, my favorite movie when I grew up was Bambi and it was How like fun. I was seen at Bambi where after the winter so it had to be about that time of year Bambi and his mother goes out to the meadow to finally find some fresh grass to eat and they're out in that meadow and all of a sudden her head goes up and she says, run, Bambi, run. And they run. And you hear the gunshot. And mm. Bambi's died. And it was like I was Bambi there for just a little bit. And he crawls out for his mom. And he's alone. And he's there. And then his father appears and just says, follow, your mom's not coming back. Follow me. And it was like I heard God say that. Wow. That yeah, that he said, you have me now. Follow me. Mm. Shelly, I would tell you, he, I sensed him saying, and I, I will never abandon you. Mm. And I love you with wild abandonment. So he took oh, this. Oh, I love that. Twisted it in such a beautiful way. He took that messy, horrible feeling. So that whole experience allowed me to name the feeling I was actually experienced, which I didn't name most of my adult life about feeling abandonment. But he took it and made something beautiful out of that. And since then, I know I'm a beloved child of God. So I love I, that. And, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling of abandonment, whether or not it's been physical or emotional or other ways that that abandonment has come in but I love how God turned it around for you <laughs> and he said I love you with a wild abandonment and he changed the perspective of what that word even meant he named it for you too but you know in in the Bible even talks about you know he's adopted us as That's his sons right. and daughters Galatians 4 talks about that and you know what would you say was the result like after that moment after God touched you at that retreat did you see fruit from that after you I left one of, the, one of the biggest things is is that I you know I like I said I grew up in the church I was active in our church and I knew in my head that God loved me mm. but it was almost like it shattered through into my heart at that moment and every cell in my body knew then and knows still today that I'm a beloved child of God. It was literally a turning point in my faith and uh, how much he loves each of us. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's that's a, a really key thing. I think somebody needed to hear that, like how you know God's able to move things from our head and to, to our, our heart. heart. And, and not in, in, in our hearts, but like I said, in every, every 
aspect, every part of us, that he he loves us that completely. And he wants to be with us and he won't desert us. Mm. And what I love about your story is you had your turning point at a retreat while mm-hmm. you were training to be a retreat director. And now you are leading retreats yes. and helping yes. others have turning points in their lives. Tell us a little bit about how God's now using you as a retreat director. Well, God, God's just amazing, Shelley. You know, yeah, <laughs> retreats and I write the books and I give talks and uh, talks to different groups. And I really think one of my core messages is that we are children of God and that God loves us beyond our wildest imagination. So often I'll use that story as an illustration because, again, a lot of people know it says that, but they don't really know it deep down. And so that brings deep, deep healing. I love that. Is there a verse that God has really used to speak to you through this, this transformational time? There's a couple verses I thought to share. One is from Deuteronomy 31, and it says, Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid, for the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. You know, that, that really, I think, describes what it was and uh, what I experienced. And the other one is similar to what you mentioned when Colossians is 1 John 3, is see what love the God, Father has for us, mm. that we should be children of God. And that is what we are. That's what the Bible says. And it isn't to know that like that. It's just, it's like I said, it's deep and it's healing and it brings a lot of peace in our lives. Yeah. And if someone has had a situation of an abandonment or, you know, whether it's physical or emotional, whatever experience they've had and they're struggling, they know that they, they, they know that God loves them. They know they're God's child, but it just hasn't really penetrated their whole being. What would you, what advice or encouragement would you give to them today? I think the advice is to do the inner work. You know, that it takes some courage to do that. takes time. Uh, That's a role, great time to see a counselor or spiritual director. But I also found a great peace in the practices of journaling and going on retreats. Something about that silence and solitude, when we kind of get out of our normal setting, God will meet us there, wherever we are on that path, and will meet us in that inner work and and bring healing. I I completely agree with you. I've had a, a few turning point moments in my life and they happened on silent retreats. <laughs> and I'm an extrovert. I resist it because I don't really like being alone. But I told my mom the other day, I said, it's almost like when you resist exercise and then afterwards you feel better. Yeah. You know, you may resist the inner work. You may resist the journaling or the silent retreat or whatever it is God is leading you to do because he leads us all differently. But on the other side, it's like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? Thank you, Lord, for doing this work in my life. And just like you, I had a moment when I was on a silent retreat, and I can vividly still picture. And it's when God really moved in my heart and allowed me to, to, to forgive my grandma's murder. I was on this gravel road. I can still picture it to this day. And it happened on a silent retreat. So you've written some books, you have some resources. If people are interested in maybe pursuing this or, you know, pursuing the journaling or some other things, how can they get connected with you and your resources? 
Well, I encourage you to check out my blog because I do I talk a lot about journaling and a lot of this sort of thing at the blog. And it's healthyspirituality.org. And one of the books that I have on Amazon is called Spiritual Retreats and a guide to uh, uh, being with uh, slowing down, a guide to slowing down to be with God. And that might help them a lot, especially if they're hesitating a little bit and not sure what goes on at a retreat. That I think that little booklet would help them a lot. Yes, and thank you so much for sharing your gifts in a greater way with the world through your blog, through your books, through this interview. And I just really appreciate you sharing your story today. And your story is just another example of how God can turn our mess into a masterpiece. Yes, and we are. I am a masterpiece. Amen. We are his masterpiece. Masterpieces in Christ. And I still, I just love that picture of Bambi and the father saying, follow me. Follow me. Jesus said to his disciples, follow me. And that I just believe is such an encouragement to whoever is listening today. Your father is here. He's speaking to you. His sheep hear his voice, and he wants to continue to do the deep work to help free you, heal you, to help you truly know that he loves you because you are loved today. And if any of you have a powerful story or know someone that has a powerful story to share, I would love to feature you on this podcast. You can apply at ShellyHits.com forward slash story, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast. We have a gift for you. Download Shelley's hand-drawn adult coloring pages, as well as printable scripture cards, and all the transcripts from this podcast at www.brokencrayonsbook.com. If today's story inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a comment on iTunes. We love hearing from you, and your encouragement means the world to us. In closing, God is the artist, and our lives are his canvas. What will you allow him to create from the broken pieces in your life? When you are in Christ, you are his masterpiece. I am a masterpiece. I am a masterpiece.